baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation. Today, we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist, Dr. David McEwen. All this week here on the State of California, we will examine some of the changes in play for the year 2024 as we look to the Central Valley and what is happening in this region of California that is so often considered a battleground, and where the state's tendencies to support one party or another seem to change often. From developments in the southern end of the valley with GOP Speaker Kevin McCarthy to points north with counties that often want to leave the state, this region of California is more than just points on a compass. The Central Valley, from both north to south, has become the perennial political battleground of California. To discuss further, we are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Dr. David McEwen, Chair and Professor of Political Science at Sonoma State University. Thank you so much for joining us, Professor. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you both. Uh, interesting week we're going to have, I think, uh, this week. I think you're right. I mean, in your view, let's begin here. How is the environment changing in the Central Valley, and why does that matter for California politics? Well, if you think about California and what's going on, first, if you if you look at the Central Valley, you've got 40% of the fruit, vegetables, and nuts that are grown in the United States are in the Valley. But it's more than farms. It's more than water. It deals with oil and changing demographics. You have these shifting political landscapes that seem to go on. And, and while we have Republicans that live on the coast of California, it's Central Valley Democrats, or what are often called Valleycrats, that are uh, an interesting species, if you will. They are uh, more conservative than not. Uh, they are growing. We also see the highest number of conservative Democrats in the state in the Central Valley. So as you look at what's going on and we look forward to 2024, it is a battleground that is shaping up with more counties that voted yes on the recall than what we saw statewide. And it is those battles that will also determine what the national parties do and therefore who controls Congress, especially in next year's midterm presidential election and beyond. Could you talk more about the changing demographics in the Valley? I mean, what's going on there? Yeah, I mean, there's actually quite a bit of uh, going on there, Patty, because th- there's this myth, right, that, that Democrat, uh, demographics is destiny. But that's not necessarily the case. Because if you look in the valley, you see uh, a number of Latino voters, overwhelmingly Latino voters in many districts, but they don't necessarily vote uh, in liberal ways. And this has made uh, a big difference in several districts. For example, uh, last year and last year's uh, midterm election, if we looked at uh, Senate State Senate District 16, this was won by Melissa Hurtado. She won in a surprising vote in 2018, but in, but in 2022, she runs for re-election, and she wins by 20 votes. Two zero. It's the closest California legislative election in over a hundred years. She wins by eight thousandths 
of, of a point. So uh, sometimes people say, you know, your vote doesn't count. Well, it did count uh, quite a bit if you lived in Senate District 16. But also this is changing uh, leadership. You see that these demographics, particularly with these more, say, conservative-leaning Latinos uh, in the Central Valley, that they're voting for a different type of Democrat, a, a Chamber of Commerce Democrat or a Democrat like we see with Robert Rivas, who's going to be taking over the assembly speakership. He's from uh, a district, Assembly District 29. This is Santa Cruz, Salinas, and Soledad. But then kind of pan out and see what's going on. And there's so much money that's spent in so many of these districts, and, and they hit the national battleground. And that determines what happens, whether Kevin McCarthy stays speaker. It determines uh, the width of margin of, of what we see for presidential vote. And while we know California is deeply blue in the valley, it's actually quite purple, and that really matters, especially when we see candidates trying to seek statewide office or trying to grow the margin of swing votes, uh, especially up and down the state. Well, the focus on politics of the Central Valley often is just around farmland and water, but in, in various ways. But what else do we see happening in the area that also affects politics and policy and the voters at the polls? Yeah, I, I think, Brett, there's a number of things. One is the oil is a big deal, uh, not just in Kern County where Kevin McCarthy resides and, and what goes on there, but also related to rural health care and, and what happens in terms of uh, your own health care for your household, what happens in terms of crime and criminal justice policy, what happens with uh, legalization of cannabis or other issues. And then if you kind of look at how this plays out, this has an important element within Sacramento itself. There was an assemblywoman Jasmine Baines, uh, she was recently elected. She's a family physician, uh, and she sat, uh, sat on a very powerful committee in Sacramento called Business and Professions, or what's called B&P. She was recently removed. Uh, she was the first Indian origin Sikh woman ever elected to the state assembly. She was removed uh, by the Speaker, Anthony Rendon, for not voting uh, the way that they wanted on an oil-related bill. So the, the politics here and the nuance of what's going on in Sacramento and how that matters for uh, emerging policy issues, whether they're health care or criminal justice, also plays into these races that determine the balance of power, not just whether Democrats or Republicans hold power, but the type of Democrat or the type of Republican, especially as we get more nuanced and look at these purple areas that constitute California's Central Valley. So looking back to the recall of Governor Davis back in 2003 to the politics of today, California has changed dramatically. What are some of these changes, and, and what do we see in the Central Valley? Yeah, Patty, so what we want to do this week is, is invite guests that will come in and look at how California, while it's gotten uh, much bluer, or deeper blue, particularly in pockets that are on the coast or uh, in population centers, there's been a dramatic shift uh, towards the middle, uh, towards areas that are uh, uh, more affordable in some ways, but also more challenging in terms of the influx of people who are moving to those areas. So while California, since 2003, has become a much deeper and more democratic state, that has not all been harmonious, particularly when we look in those Central Valley communities for what's going on. So if we want to really see what's happening in California, the mixing of what's going on uh, is more than just, say, uh, Giants and A's fans in the Bay Area versus Dodger fans in L.A., it's what's going on in, in the Central Valley and what that mix is and how that looks for blue and red constituting the purple people moving forward. And that's what we're going to do this week on the state of California. We're going to talk more purple people. Thank you to our guests, David McEwen, chair and professor of political science at Sonoma State University. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.